going on, y'all? It's your girl, Amanda B, and welcome back to the Apprehensive Tendencies podcast. I had to do a little extra today. I had to do a little extra today because I got a guest in the his house. I told y'all it was going to happen. I told y'all he was going to come on back. Now, first and foremost, if you're new here, thank you so much for joining your girl. You could be anywhere else in the world, but you did choose to be here with me, and it does not go unnoticed. Those of you who are returning, you know what it is. We back at it like a healthy habit. We in this thing. Welcome. Welcome back. But again, like I said earlier, we got a guest in his house, and it's always, always, always a pleasure with my favorite person. You want to introduce yourself? Good morning, good evening, good afternoon. You know what it is. It's the 5 for 9 host with sophisticated ignorance, Uncle Poochie. Should I, should I even introduce myself like that? <laughs> no, I guess you're, you're Uncle Poochie. Am I even a guest anymore? The I host like... of the fight. I mean. Oh, man. You're going to mess with my podcast name. That's why I stopped. I oh, pray. my goodness. That's why I'm married. Are we even married? Are you fucking kidding me? I shared your podcast before we was even married. Shout out to the mad bitches. Um, That's how you're going to do it? Absolutely. You're going to tell the people how you was, you you had already discovered me? The people, some of my friends know. Some of your friends know? Yeah. So we're going to jump into that topic matter already. You're already starting in hot. We're not coming in hot. <laughs> well, thank you for letting me be back on the Apprehensive Tennessee's podcast. I told them you was going to come back. You I did. told them last episode. You did. So I said I got some other guests coming, but I had to bring Uncle Puche. You did. My hubby. <laughs> back on May. Hey, well, I appreciate you for letting me be here. You know, I'm always so proud of you and everything that you do and you know i'm again just happy to be here it's, it's good to see you still chugging along mm-hmm. I, I think some people thought you was gonna be quitting by now huh mm-hmm. absolutely <laughs> and and just because i stopped for a little bit that was a and that was a moment of time oh you said you was gone for a minute but you're back i'm back at it like i said like a healthy habit don't call it a comeback though no no mama said knock you out i didn't go anywhere okay oh my bad drake <laughs> Okay, <laughs> I ain't going nowhere. I just left for a second. I didn't record my podcast, but I clearly was active on social media. And those of you who conversed with me on there know I am. Yeah. And those of you who are watching know I am. Yeah. Hello. So it's like one of those situations like those who know, know, and those who don't know, fuck them. Yeah. Okay. I see it. Fuck them. Fuck them. All right. Well, I mean, thank you again for letting me be back here. I mean, I know it's. We're recording this at an ungodly time, very, very early in the morning. You look good as usual. You know, you got the you got the curls popping. My little side uh, curl. Little side curls. No bangangs, just the side curls. No, the bangangs is in 2010. Y'all already know something about the bangangs, class of 2010. Class of 2010. Bangangs. That is actually the bangangs. We didn't ask for the actual number. <laughs> we said class of 2010. 2010, 13 like, years ago. We're just. <laughs> Yo, real talk though, when you think about the, the, the year you graduated, are you at that point where I'm at now, where you don't even think about how many years it is? You think about how old the kids are? Yeah. Now I, I'm like, there's a 13-year-old walking yeah, around. because my niece alone is 14. Your, your, so niece, your niece literally reminds me of how old I am. She's a grown person she literally in reminds a 14-year-old me how old body, I am. but mm-hmm. um, yeah, <laughs> high school, no. I actually, you know, I measure high school based off of my classmates. Not the classmates. So R.I.P. to a large amount of classmates. Now you, you really in your Drake bag, huh? 
Drake talks a lot about his classmates and how, like, yeah, come on now. I'm just kidding. I know Drake. Yeah, come on now. You don't know what Drake talks about his classmates. Why am I talking about Drake? I literally am, Mm -hmm. I'm 30. Mm -hmm. And literally for me, I went to school. 30 plus. I'm 30. I'm not 31 yet. (laughs) I have three more months. Anywho. Anyways, go ahead. I went to the I went to school in the same place. I grew up in the same area. So yeah. like I went to school with some people from the kindergarten. That's and crazy. either sadly they have passed away because they did not leave the so, area we grew up in. Yeah. Or they're in jail because yeah. they did not leave the area we grew up in. Or Are you telling me you went to school with a bunch of steam and beamers? A bunch of mean girls and steam and beamers. Steam and beamers? <laughs> yes. And mean girls. Do you remember steam and beamers? Yes. Now I'm not gonna hold you. You talked about I talked to you about this, but yes. Mean Girls is like a different definition because I ain't I didn't know what a Mean Girl was. I didn't watch the movie. I still have not watched it, but obviously being engaged to you, you have told me a, a bunch of Mean Girls stories. And I'm like, God damn, that's terrible. But Steam and Beamins, <laughs> I'm definitely familiar with that. You went to school with a bunch of Steam and Beamins. I went to school yeah, with some Steam and Beamins. I did. In, yeah. in the good old Sacktown is a... Sacktown. So I explained the Steam and Beamin effect to these yeah, people? Yeah, you should uh, explain the Steven effect. Okay. All right, so Please. steaming, beaming for all steaming, those. Beaming, steaming. my auntie ass. Sorry about that. My steaming, beaming. <laughs> um, for all y'all who are too young to know, or for y'all who are too young to speak to us, there used to be this movie called Any Given Sunday, which uh, was Jamie Foxx and uh, Robert De Niro, I think. No, no, no. Al Pacino. Sorry. Yeah, Al, Pacino. Al Pacino and Robert De Niro, same white folk to me. Yeah, they, they mobsters, if you know. You are know. they both white? You know, I don't discuss their race. Okay. Cause... Anyway, it don't matter. I think they both cool. I think <laughs> they, they cool. Yeah, regardless. Yeah, they I'm mobsters, whatever. Thing. They pretty much the same nigga. Al Pacino and Robert De Niro is the same. If Al Pacino listening to this, I'm sorry, but you the same nigga to me as Robert De Niro. Don't say that. What if that's what if, Rob, if Al Pacino is really listening to this? <laughs> Al Pacino listens to this. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know how random that would be? <laughs> After his tendency to see girl Amanda Pitt. And Al Pacino. <laughs> Al Pacino gonna be like, Manana, exactly. <laughs> Manana, <be the> <laughs> but anyways, um, in uh, any given Sunday, which is a football movie, Jamie Foxx plays uh, a quarterback, William Beeman, mm-hmm. uh, Willie Beeman, and obviously he catches fire. You got y'all need to go watch the movie. I'm not watch the movie, y'all. watch the movie. But basically, he's a football player who keeps getting passed up on, mm. and then eventually he gets his moment of shine, and oh. it goes all the way to his head. Which basically, if you ask me, is everybody in fucking LA. Ain't nothing but much steaming beans. To live and die in LA is the place to be. Mm. Nah, for real though. Like I'm not. I'm not gonna lie. Like one could consider me a steaming beanman. I think. Yeah. I mean, it also does depend yeah. on who you're talking to. Yeah. Because you know, I, it, I moved from Sacramento. To yeah, steaming. That's Hollywood. Exactly. The first year I moved. I mean, the way. People just act like you just move and all of a sudden you're not struggling. Be wild to me. Conceptually, though, what's even crazier about that every time you tell us that story, or you just, not us, but you but tell like the story, talk about it, yeah. is that you moved legitimately a year after the pandemic. So how niggas thought you was doing that well. Right. After, like, we were all, not not, not just you, all as a human body struggling. Right. Everybody was, exactly. You can call me Miss Hollywood. Struggling. That's that's crazy. It wasn't Miss Hollywood in a in a compliment so either. You, so can we say people's names on the show? I mean, like, I'm, I'd, I'd be saying like, I make people's names Well, I'm, well Deval and- Oh, I, oh like Kadeem. famous yeah, people? Yeah, famous people. Oh. 
Don't be thinking I'm talking about y'all, y'all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I might beg. Yeah. No, <laughs> just like I remember you showed me that episode about him saying that same thing. Oh yeah, I love Kadeem and Deval. If y'all don't know Kadeem and Deval, check them out because this gonna be the we gonna be the new power couple. The new Kadeem and the Deval. I just want to <laughs> let all the haters know. Oh, so you manifesting uh, it? Yes, we're I'm going back to this episode. Absolutely. In eight minutes, we're gonna be the next. I mean, I'm not mad at it. They're yeah. a great couple. I like them. No, they are a great couple, yeah. and they talked about. They make me actually want to have kids. God dang. Not literally. I mean, like if no, I, they. If I, if we well yeah they're yeah. definitely in the situation yeah. to just it's like that's have what I would want to have kids yeah absolutely yeah. but you were saying sorry yeah, it's the best time. no no but you're right just like what was that a year ago we listened when to we that listened, podcast when we were struggling yeah yeah no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah when we <laughs> we was working them part time jobs when I was uh, working at the campaign <laughs> when was, office when we was working them temp jobs was, and eating ramen right, noodles eating ramen for five noodles. days straight but you look good girl like Bitch, we struggling. <laughs> <laughs> we Bitch, we struggling. I, I can just now drink my herbal tea every day and not feel bad. My booty hole was hurting. Okay, I don't need you to t- talk about Because the bad hole. food we was eating. But, oh. That's why. <laughs> Anyways, but. I'll the new listeners come back. Please I know, come huh? Back. Please come back. But uh, I'm I'm sorry to cut you off. No, you, you're you were, good. You were saying that. No, you're good. Basically, mm-hmm. no, what were you going to talk about, Deval? Well, well, sorry. And now we run around everywhere. But Deval <laughs> had said that in an episode that you shared with me. Mm-hmm. Which was that he, again, if y'all too young to talk to us, you just are. Or if y'all don't know these people, are go look them up. But he was a former football player. Yes. Uh, professionally. Mm-hmm. Don't remember what team he played for. Don't matter because mm-hmm. they're not paying us. <laughs> but he quit playing and it was abrupt, if I remember, right? Mm-hmm. And before and he, that. I thought he got injured. Well, he got injured. Sorry. Yeah. Quit playing, abrupt, quit playing. injured. Either way, he wasn't he planning for it, right? He wasn't planning for it. But then he, but the episode, the portion that always stood out to me that, that kind of falls back into the Steam and Beeman conversation is like when he said he was doing good and people from the old neighborhood would be like, mm-hmm. uh, Mr. NFL or Mr. Uh-huh. Football or whatever. And he, he, and it was so refreshing hearing him say that hurt his feelings. Yeah, absolutely. Because that used to hurt my feelings so much back when I was, you know, at one point trying to be on my own football grind. You mm-hmm. feel me? And so, to be like hearing another grown man say that that was, he felt the issue with that, I know I feel some type of way when I hear people call you Miss Hollywood because mm-hmm. I know that you take it with a grain of salt and laugh, but personally it upsets you. Or maybe I'd be making it up. I I think when it first was said to me, I got a little upset because I was still in my in my bag of I'm going to get all my friends out the hood. I'm going to get oh, all my family out the yes. hood. So when I was going back and visiting and people was calling me that, I'm kind of like, bitch, I'm doing this for us. <laughs> I'm doing it for me, but everybody yeah. knows, and you know, like if mm-hmm. I did something for you, or I had the the intentions are pure to just be like, well, I can get up out of here. I've made, I've done that plenty of times before, but I really was like, you know, I had jobs in in mind for people. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, I'm not just trying to be out here and be Miss Hollywood so I can come back to the hood and be like, hey y'all, because that's weird to me. That's my that's my opinion on it. Yeah. But absolutely, people just put me in a box, mm-hmm. and it did hurt my feelings because then it also kind of struggled. I had like I was struggling to change mm-hmm. because I just wanted to remain like the same hood chick, certified hood chick. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, like I'm the purity in me is always gonna be there, but I could change. Like, don't be weird. Most definitely. No, most definitely. I think what you're explaining is again the semen beaming effect, like. In that movie, Any Given Sunday, he had a whole ass girlfriend mm-hmm. who was supporting him when he was. It's it's the the actress is that one shorty. Uh, well, I should call her shorty. She's a grown woman, but it's that one lady who everybody was making fun of because she had gained some weight. 
You know what I'm yeah, talking about? I, she looked like Robin Gibbons. Yeah, but, but it's, it's, the, it's uh, the other woman. It's the other one. It's yeah. the one in Boomerang. Yeah, I know okay, who you're talking about. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So she fine. Yeah, no, she fine still. Whatever. But again, your story and his story align because he had mm-hmm. you know the basic the life and, yeah. and he had the neighborhood and he had his mama calling him on Sundays and the hood was going up when he was just you know simply in his first couple of weeks of winning games, but about week. Six, seven, eight, you know what I'm saying? You want to cover Sports Illustrated. You try to go back right, right. and talk to the niggas in the hood. And, and just four weeks ago, it was cool. Mm-hmm. Everybody was like, oh, we so happy you moving. And just a month later, you know what the niggas say? It was all good just a week ago. Mm-hmm. You know, you come back. And, and I get it. The comments that people be making about you being Miss Hollywood are supposed to be tongue-in-cheeky. And they're supposed to be like a pat on the back. Mm-hmm. But right. I would I would encourage niggas to find new words. Like, you need to find new words, bro. Because that, that, ain't, that ain't cutting it for me. <laughs> I mean, for me, and I, you ain't even told me. What talking did they me. call? But Kadim and uh, called it a certain phrase. What did they say? Like when they friends was, uh, I don't know. Like side con. I don't even think. I don't even. I mean, for me, you. just on some real shit, I call it sneak, like, sneak, sneak, sneak dissing, sneak dissing, or like dissing or slick, or slick talking, you slick talking. Because it's like for Don't, me. Oh, I'd be like umbrella. I used to say we got umbrellas because <laughs> nigga, you trying to give me way too much shade. Mm, yeah, no, I definitely agree. Um, <laughs> it's funny because like. If you don't pay attention to this, this is the shit that people will like pinpoint mm-hmm. when they start to say, "Oh, you going crazy?" Yeah, because you know my story. I had to let go. Of, I mean, I don't like to call it the hood, but I let go of uh, about a lot of bad ways. And mm-hmm. when when I first started letting go of my bad ways, what one of the first things someone going to end up telling me was that you're spiraling out of control. You're, they called you a whole Kanye way. Yeah, they called me a whole. Which Kanye. was wild to mm-hmm. me because. Mm-hmm. Kanye is clearly screaming for help, and that's a whole nother so- oh, topic that's not to talk yeah. about. But yeah. you can you compared me to Kanye because I wasn't acting accordingly to what you're used to, really? and that's wild to me because really? I changed my ways of mm-hmm. like I'm literally saying out loud, I need to stop drinking, I need to stop drinking, yeah. I need to stop drinking, and people around me like, well, you can have a little drink, and it's like, no, nope. though, and then you chastise me for the way I'm acting when you know I begin wild and buck off the drink. And you know you can't help me. So, and you can't help me. <laughs> so, put, categorizing me and putting me in this box, I mean, hell, I should be going through the alcoholism shakes and all that. Isn't that what Hollywood people do? <laughs> I mean, granted, it's like, I, I hate to keep bringing this movie back up. No, that it is it is the <laughs> but, full scope in comparison. So if y'all don't know the movie, look the movie. Look up. the movie up. But we live in LA. But the, <laughs> the the thing about what you're saying is that it's a catch twenty two. It, it it is a catch twenty two. Because I'm gonna be real with you, you deserve to go out there and responsibly wild out. Right. You've worked really hard to air quotes wild out. But see, that's the fucked up part about it is, is that when you've worked for something, right, mm-hmm. and you didn't choose to um, enjoy it, right, right. that'd be the first moment niggas say this about you. <clears throat> Damn, dog, you ain't got to stunt like that. <laughs> My nigga, what the fuck are you talking about? Stun like what? True stories. True fucking stories. True bro. stories. Well, story time. We oh, yeah. Look- <laughs> and it, it, yeah, and again, this for me personally, it ain't directed at nobody because you know I got so many people I could Absolutely. say this about. But I, I'm not saying I take it personal. I'm not saying it stops my flow. All I'm saying is like, why do you niggas do that? Well, I kind of feel like, well, yeah, me sharing my journey and calling me Hollywood or calling me like, or saying that, dang, you rubbing it in our face is wild mm-hmm. because 
man, you post that uh, you out every weekend oh, drinking. Of course. I know every gun that you own. Of course. Okay. I know Me and your baby. That's my god baby yeah. down here. Okay. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah. I know everything uh -huh. they do. I know when they blew 12 mm -hmm. bubbles. Mm -hmm. And I, I don't have name. And I hit like. Because mm -hmm. I, I, I like that's cool. I know you're gonna slide <laughs> on the ops. I know, I know you. I know you're beefing with uh, with Denard up the street. Denard, you know, you know, like I know, I know all these things to be exactly, you know, pure about people, right? No judgment. But the issue I think that I find when you ever tell me this story is that, again, we ain't passing no judgment on nobody's lifestyle here. But the moment you start passing it on mine, mm -hmm. when I'm like so accepting of yours, like I'm so accepting of your right. lifestyle your, that your I'm habit. willing to give you a job mm -hmm. and want you to get out of it. You critiquing me because I'm coming back to you like, hey, fam, you ain't got to do that. Wow. That's crazy to me. That's the, like, that's the part of your story that always gets me like, wow. Okay, so you're upset because I want you to change. I think it's also another thing. It's like, I feel like. Let it out. No, well, it's kind of <laughs> like, I can't keep like, I feel. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> It makes me kind of just, you think because you don't know how to say it. Mm -hmm. Well, that's me, personally mm -hmm. speaking. Mm -hmm. Sometimes when I keep slowing the fuck down, it's like other things pass by me. And I, I kind of hesitated when I said that because I know there's things that people slow down. Mm -hmm. and people have stopped. And, and, and for me, on my behalf, I just feel for myself that I went ahead and went 20 times harder because you stopped and held up for me and you went hard for me to have this opportunity so now i got to go push opposed to if i went so hard or i stopped myself to be like no come 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 and then you just kind of chilling mm -hmm. i feel like i do have all right to kind of be looking at you like what, what's going what's on what's going on you know that's uh that's that's that drag ass effect mm -hmm. that lazy fear type of attitude i don't like that and you you know baby Mm -hmm. as your fiance i'm pretty type a when it comes to that shit like if you and you know as your man if i feel like you're working harder than other people mm -hmm. i get very angry very quickly i used to be a manager y'all if i hear that you and all five foot of you is working harder than another grown man i just don't understand that and <laughs> I feel like, well, I learned that truly deeply, I guess, moving here. Mm -hmm. I learned it moving here by mm -hmm. the by the way my people acted. Mm -hmm. Um, in in when I'm like, okay, well, we can we can we can make it happen, y'all. Like, let's make it happen. And then living here for three years, I really figured out that I am from Northern California. Ooh, I'm a Sacramento baby. Mm -hmm. I've been there all my life. Oh, and you know, whatever they say about Sacramento, I'm still it's, from Sacramento. It's true. Like <laughs> Whatever they say about Whatever Sacramento. Whatever they say is true. Hell. It's all true. I mean, nah, honestly, <laughs> love Sacramento. Sacramento saved my life. Um, mm -hmm. It also almost ruined my life, yeah, too. I'm like, so, I, I mean, it's so. a catch 22. Don't get it twisted. Like, it saved my life, but also ruined it. Um, and that's why it's hard for you to tell me stories. I'm sorry, it's hard for me to listen to stories that you tell me about Sacramento because I could, honestly, that shit could fall into a lake sometimes and I'd be like, I don't give a fuck. But it's like for me to understand that we're all humans and I have to just hear it out because like at the end of the day, I hate to make excuses for people. Mm -hmm. I really do. But the only thing I can come down to it is just understanding that everybody has your work ethic. Mm -hmm. you know? Yes, I had to learn that. Mm -hmm. It doesn't matter where you fucking live. Mm -hmm. um, we live in L.A., y'all. Um, <laughs> and I've it's it's 
Because <laughs> it's like a lot of people feel entitled. Ooh. A lot of people feel because Give of me my chair. just where they're from and where they reside. What they did. What they have done. And and, and it's like, no, because what you do, it does matter and it mm-hmm. makes you. But I think people out here take your Dorito commercial and then you will literally rub the Dorito commercial in people's face for like six years like please it's a very huge like when you move here you know it's a huge pool of competition very it's going to be a huge pool of all types of the idols yeah oh god if you haven't researched that that's the next episode and we have to wait for that shit to end for we do i mean we was gonna pot about that show every fucking yeah, week every week and they but, just we had to make sure that it ended it ended yeah. if you like the show you know message me we can talk about it i need to know don't why. message us because I, I need to know why you like i want to know what's wrong with you if you like that show no it, they're humans and some people like it now i'm gonna be really honest i am gonna go on a side note before i go back to my point on those types of shows mm. the euphoria show too much for me can't do the euphoria show i'm, I'm so sorry right if now. you watch the euphoria show bless your heart the I'm, actors are not the problem no the actors were talented picture i just feel like it was a lot of kids fucking and i don't like that and i don't know but i'm an auntie i was raised by an old white woman i don't I personally anyway. just don't want to see teenagers having sex. I don't, but don't turn it on. That's fine. But then I'm also kind of like, mm-hmm. don't have your teenagers watching it. And then people be like, well, when you were watching, I shouldn't have been watching that. Yeah. And I should not have been getting my daily dose of drama and how to act by an episode of Degrassi. So oh, I think that Degrassi. there's also plenty of things I shouldn't have watched that would have assisted me shorty, growing up. There was this one <laughs> shorty in Degrassi. There was two. There was a few... Is that Paige? Paige. I knew he was going to say Is that the biracial girl? No, I thought the Paige was the blonde girl. That was the white girl, right? Yeah. That was wilding. She was extra wild. Mm. Like the first episode, wilding. What was like, the Mexican girl who was her homegirl? I can't remember her name, I'm but not, that was I'm, her homegirl. We're not even going to go into that tangent. Anyways, Anywho. Yeah. <laughs> Anywho. Mm-hmm. So, ooh, man, almost lost my thought. No. Flashing her back to back them goddamn. But we live in LA, so. And those shows were, well, obviously, Degrassi didn't care, but those shows were. The idol is pretty much based around like LA attitude and shit like that. And when mm-hmm. we we didn't even watch the show, no. but we watched an enough clips and mm-hmm. reviews on it that I'm pretty sure I know the show by heart. Most of them. And after watching that, I actually have been sitting because it's just like being here for the last three years and truly, truly the first year really trying to just grind, 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 grind. Mm-hmm. And I didn't even get to talk to enough people. Mm-hmm. Well, first I worked at a rehab, so that mm-hmm. did nothing for me. But I didn't even get to talk to enough Hollywood people. Mm-hmm. Unless I was like at the gym, you oh. know what I'm saying? Like I, there was some Hollywood stars who were humble, but oh. it's it's a pick pick of the what, what would you say like pick the pool? Litter. Pick a litter. It's, it's it's like definitely one of those situations where living in LA, you have to. And I talk to you about this all the time, right? It's a game. Yeah. It's a game. Uh, yeah. And some of you all do not know how to play it whatsoever. And therefore, you'll never leave the level of where you're at. And with well, it's is, not the game because you know you guys say people who really don't know anything, mm-hmm. they're gonna think people out here letting you get in their toes sucked and shit. No, that's not I'm, the game no, we're playing. About, <laughs> I'm not talking about that game. Though. Yeah, I'm not talking about like because when uh-huh. you say play the game, mm-hmm. that's what half of the people think. Yeah, they instantly think I'm talking okay, about like well, selling my soul. I gotta give sell my plasma mm-hmm. and give you my toes to mm-hmm. live for three and give, hours. And give, give like, <laughs> it is not, and nobody yeah. is up in here taking the booty. That's no. why people was on strike right now. Mm-hmm. People are on strike right now just because of this LA ass attitude. Mm-hmm. Like you feel like you don't have to fucking pay me yeah. because you feel like I make enough money. Mm-hmm. Like no, you, or you should be happy. People have billions of dollars off of mm-hmm. other people's creativity, mm-hmm. so it is sick mm-hmm. to see Hollywood as people feel like they're so goddamn entitled. Mm-hmm. And there's actual talent. Mm-hmm. There is you walk by 
50 talented people a minute out here and only know about two of them. Most definitely, because it, in, okay, let's wrap this back around. You walk past talented people all the time, but you don't realize they're talented. Mm -hmm. And that's for one or two reasons. Either they don't want you to know they're talented, because like, that's why I say it's a game. They're yeah. very, very talented slash powerful people who don't want you to know who they are. I mean, and yeah. usually, those are the most powerful people. The people walking around that are talented, but they want you to know who they are, this is a catch-22. They go back to that. Some of them motherfuckers are fake and phony. Yeah. And they ain't really got no skill. They just want to be known to get to where they at so they can be called Miss Hollywood. And some of the people are you. <laughs> the real Miss Hollywood, who had the idea, naive as it was, to come back and help the hood out. <laughs> it's so fucked up because like you don't know which one of those people are until you get to business with them. And I think that's why like I definitely was like, really gone home on to have this episode with you because your your Miss Hollywood statements should never been negative. Like motherfuckers should have been proud and happy mm -hmm. that you was coming back from Hollywood and had that idea. But the fact that that And I have so obviously mm -hmm. we have a handful of supporters. Most definitely. Most definitely. Um, most but definitely. Definitely. I I'm proud of you. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. I also I was just laughing because I was thinking about like, you know, when you come mm -hmm. out here and you or when you just leave mm -hmm. the the space you were in. Yeah. If you do not leave that mindset, you really didn't leave. And I learned that moving here mm -hmm. and then, like, you know, separating from people are I was you, friends are with. Are you saying that if you don't allow yourself to not be a product of your environment, yes. you're going to just go back to it? Because I struggled real fucking hard the <laughs> yeah. first year because I felt like... I always was a friend that like didn't dress to the T like with the heels. I'm sorry y'all, but I have chunky feet and I'm not putting them goddamn heels on. Okay. Mm. I got my little my little clacks. <laughs> I don't got the Monica Church shoes. I have the type of heel I like. And I have the type of, you know, style Bro, I you like. Start with Monica Church shoes. <laughs> I love Monica. Okay. And if you are not old enough to know the Monica Church shoes, then you need to get on it. Don't worry, this is educational. Are we talking about the black one or the white? We talk the black one. That's two Monica's that I address. Okay, we are not talking. I did not have. I'm just saying. Every relation. time I say Monica, I instantly think of the second one, well, not the black put, one. First of all, don't. We're talking about the black one, and also, I guess this is educational because you can look up both Monicas. And if you don't know about the white one, and you can figure you're way it out. Way too young to be fucking listening to this. No, they they are not too young. How do you not know the white Monica? Okay, let me see. Moment of silence. Yeah. Moment of silence. Oh, God. Sorry, Monica. Sorry. Monica's really not, first of all, Monica's not worried about y'all because that bitch paid, first and foremost. Not, not not to call her a bitch, excuse me. The white um, one, right? Yes. Uh, because her I mean, name. The white one's probably paid. Yeah, too. but because she's a, an, a singer. Because yeah. she's talented the white singer. One's a singer, too. She's the, the Monica Chan. She's something. We are not talking about that. Mm -mm. We ain't paying her because she could. She getting paid by people saying her dang name, and we can't pay her. So that's why I'm not saying the last name. Anywho, and it, it don't matter. I think it's so deep now. The years are so deep now. I feel like she can get a, a dollar out of fifteen cents. That uh -huh. is true. Let me stop talking. About Let's stop. But you, you were saying you don't dress up like the. Oh, I. You know, I. There was just a certain moment where I really had a come to Jesus moment because I feel like I was the only person in the group at the time that didn't have my ass cheeks showing. Again, when I say that, I don't care. Please show your ass cheeks. But when I looked, when I was standing next to the group, 
you and obviously like I'm very blessed and humble because people be bummed. So it's like the type of attention I had to kind of understand the type of attention that I once was getting while I was with these people or I may have craved at one point in time was pretty whack. <laughs> and I felt like I, they were we were only getting the attention because of the way we were dressing. But I just put a regular, you know, my regular little sundress on after crying in my room because I was stressing out like. You know, I feel like I don't have the L.A. wardrobe. And it's like, what the fuck is that? I let somebody who's not even from L.A. make me feel like I can't dress the way that people dress out here. And then I go outside and people compliment me all the time. And I was like, bitch, you need to shut up. But I struggled my first year. That was a very hard time because I worked back to back. I had two jobs back to back, like literally saving, saving, saving. But then I feel like when it came to going outside, like I still was allowing those habits to form and I didn't fully change. And when I really put my foot down and I was stern in that, I was literally been like, well, you're only wanting to be like this new people. But it's like, when I'm trying to be like this around you, you guys make me seem like I'm being a, a fucking Scrooge. Yeah. Because I'm sorry, but the, the dudes you talking to over there while you over there tipsy ipsy is fucking look like my God dang neighbor's toes. Like, but you are intoxicated and you feel as if, you know what I'm saying? You're trying to do this all, let's go to all these LA clubs and talk to these dudes because you think they could do something and they cannot. But it took me a very long time to get really firm in that because I was, I was such an easy, breezy, go with the flow, you know, ride or die, fool. And so when you start to really sit with yourself and you start to change, even the people around you that had a vision with you will categorize you and put you in a box. Oh, yes. Mm -hmm. oh, yes. Oh, yes. And it's like, do you really want this? But it's like, do you really want this? And I think that we want this, but then we want to do it separately. And that's fine. But the Hollywood, the, the, the Hollywood attitude and the feeling like we got to go, you know what I'm saying, go find some ballers and some shop callers and DJs and stuff, yeah. they're not even on the caliber level of where I'm at. Because I like to take leftovers home, <laughs> and they don't even like leftovers. Well, it's, it's like, I talk to you about this all the time. It's called the C-level. You know what I'm saying? S-E-E level, not S-E-A. It's about what you view. And if y'all can't see eye to eye, y'all can't, you know, be together. And that goes with friendships. You know what I'm saying? If my agenda is let's come to LA, let's kick off our media career, mm -hmm. let's do what we got to do to make it. And your agenda is let's come to LA and let's have fun. Yeah. No, bro. And, I, and it's I mean, like, of course, include mm -hmm. fun. And it's not to interrupt you because mm -hmm. when nope. you say that, you know, people going to be like, well, yeah, like you need to have fun. And it's like, yep. okay, come live out here then. Yep, exactly. <laughs> and, show, and show me how much fun you can afford. Because you can't, you can't afford it. I talk to, listen. Shout out to CFT Comfort Food <clears throat> Comfort Food Podcast uh, Comfort Food for Thought Podcast. My boy Francis Poole and I uh, starting a new shop, mm -hmm. um, CFT for short. And I I talked about this, and you know, you one hundred percent agree with me. There's two things, right? Mm -hmm. And there's one pot, and you can take your pot and you can water both those things. And guess what's gonna happen? You gonna realize each time one is gonna require more water, mm -hmm. no matter how you shape it. One thing is going to be stronger than the other. You're going to be stronger at one thing, and you're going to be stronger than the other thing. So what does that mean? That means that if you are out here trying to be in L.A. and be with all the cool niggas and okay. go all this other shit, how the fuck and when the fuck are you going to get your acting career, your media <laughs> career, your, your kind of, con I'm sorry, your condom, wow. You know where ooh, my head ooh, is at. Uh, commercial, <laughs> commercial. <laughs> ooh. Um, Stand-up comedy career, how are you going to get that off the ground? That's how you people can. go back. 
Again, and if you go back and you have somewhere to go back to, I love that for you. I, I truly feel like that's ble- that's Don't a blessing. Don't make it out here, though. Um, and it and again, it's like what is make it? People, that's subjective to people. Like what True. is make it? Let's True. come out here and do a couple, you know, commercials. Mm-hmm. Hell, the little commercials that I've just picked up, and I literally just got those, y'all, three months ago, and I've been here for three years. But mm-hmm. you know, I had to really, really put a a pushing on my discipline mm-hmm. in my self-sabotaging that's a whole nother thing but just in reality like your attitude it gots to go it gots to go it gots to go gots to go but it's like yeah it's really not a if you have to go back multiple times because like i know people who went back that's a blessing but your girl can't go back you know what i'm saying and i say that myself i gotta never going back to the east bund but would you say (laughs) at least i would say so you ain't gotta say it we ain't going back that you're um inability to go back is why you like make it uh-huh. for for like air quote sakes like you are successful here because you kind of have no other choice Do yes you, absolutely mm-hmm. and it's like i'm not not going back because i don't want the hood to be like huh, huh, she's coming back because nigga you never left yeah and that's out but that was my fear the first year mm-hmm. i literally had a box mm-hmm. never going back to the east fund because i felt like I, I kind of owe it to myself. I literally ne- have never left Sacramento, and I came from a family who was just kind of cool, chilling, you know. <laughs> and it's like no shot to them, but mm-hmm. I know that there's more for me. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know, moving six hours up the way was a big fucking deal, and yeah. me going back is a big fucking deal too. And I just refuse to do it. Yeah. No, I mean, cause for why? For who? For, for why? why? For what? Um, but I know that. Mm-hmm. I know that it's going to take me a little longer. And I'm not just speaking like it's not going to, I'm not going to move. I might, you know, move up. But I just feel like I'm okay with it taking a little longer with mm-hmm. moving along the way than just just having a full-fledged Hollywood attitude and mm-hmm. an L.A. attitude mm-hmm. and trying to switch up my fucking morals. Because I switched up my damn, uh, my morals unknowingly as a child because mm-hmm. I didn't know mm-hmm. better because I'm you know and so I don't want to make that same ass mistake because now I'm older and I want to be on TV what? because I've met people <laughs> like you know on TV mm-hmm. and I just I just met a woman yesterday she was a whole actor in a in a dispensary you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying not saying names because <laughs> but I just mm-hmm. met a whole actor yesterday and we just follow each other on Instagram and she was so sweet like she's a person you know and that's crazy too because I, I was looking at that person on Instagram I didn't I didn't like catch nothing that like I'm like oh they probably worked in this mm-hmm. but like that's pointless right what was cool was is that that lady clearly from her aura and her drive and mm-hmm. just like how she was interacting she gonna go somewhere yeah she gonna be somebody and like I don't I'm not really crazy about like oh I met this person where they blew up like that's not what exactly. I'm talking about it's just that like she seems to have established herself here and the fact that like she seems established here and she doesn't have her head up her ass mm-hmm. I met a lot of good people here who are like very much established, like Absolutely. not even in the media realm. Like they just have other things. Yeah, dog. Like, and guess what? Cool. You would never know. You would never know, like how they dress like Adam Sandler. <laughs> <laughs> Shout outs to Adam. Niggas definitely dress like him. Um, but outside of just dressing like him too, they're very. Uh, and I don't want to use the word humble, but they're very, very personable. Yeah, it's like very a, personable. But yeah, a mm-hmm. fucking person with a soul. With a soul. And I just feel like, you but know. But you can't be in Hollywood, they, Hollywood by the way. You I mean, to wrap it, I'm absolutely. Because mm-hmm. just living out here alone and driving a Tesla. Oh, wow. This Your shots priorities fired. are your priorities. No, like, well, no. Kidding. It's not shots fired. It's not shots fired. Because you're you, you in my business or you worrying about me or you trying to fuck with my money. <laughs> and then you not 
taking your money or using your money appropriately because you want the image. And that's that's a personal problem. And that's why I say it's not shots fired because that's, I mean, I know 10 people like that here. You know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? Like that, and, and that's why it's really not shots fired. And then you're fired. confused why we're not fully meshing. Why well, I don't want to fuck with you. And it's like, why <laughs> we're not, and it's like, I am cool. You could be an acquaintance to me. I am literally in a phase where it's like, I don't even have the energy to be mean. No. I don't like being mean. That's mm-hmm. raggedy. Now, don't act like I won't roast you like a marshmallow, Slut, but you're literally you deep. You are, babe. <laughs> you're literally just, just grabbing the roast session out of me. You know what I mean? And even then, like, I don't want to be mean to you, but people be confused why you don't really want to be in their presence and i'm on a mission and a purpose and i spent a lot of time just being in people face to appease them or to you know heal my own issues of having to be around people and so i'm not just gonna go out with you and hang out with you on the rooftop and go get a drink when i got seven dollars in my bank account like i don't need to make it look like i'm popping because i live here and that's the whole lesson like i've been truly learning and th- just a year of just being in the media, being outside, you know, I, like I'm a brand ambassador. So I'm literally out in people's faces all day long, all day, all day. Okay. And it's like, I have learned so much mm-hmm. and that I am from Sacramento mm-hmm. that I'm okay with not feeling like I'm behind because I truly felt that in the first year. And I felt like if I just kept kind of moving mm-hmm. in the, in the direction around the people, mm-hmm. um, I just, I would have, I would have been even more behind than I even, I, that I feel well, or people feel I am. For me, what I think, cause I know we're about to close this out. Yes. Is that I am like extremely proud of the progression you've made. Um, I am extremely proud of the, you know, the, um, the steps you've taken to feel secure with yourself um, and also just acknowledging that, I hate to say it like this, yeah, let them folks go. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, my last point that I just wanna leave people with, and I'm just gonna say this, and I know a lot of people are probably gonna be like, why wow, that's fucked up, but I personally believe this is just me. This is just him. This is just me. Cause y'all already know, cause I got some, <laughs> Day ones on this thing. I already knew this my hoods. Cut the motherfuckers off. He says cut the day ones off, but I feel like it's selective. Cut them day ones the fuck off. Fuck a day one. It's selective to me. But this is a man who traveled and I didn't travel. I'm from the same area. So there are my people. (laughs) There's some of my people. Y'all know. Y'all listening Mm -hmm. right now because Mm -hmm. they my day ones. Mm -hmm. But in in reality, I mean, no, I'm Mm -hmm. just kidding. I hear what you're saying. Mm -hmm. Definitely don't just keep them around because Mm -hmm. they've been around. And I think it's a huge effect on people such as myself mm-hmm. who have literally come from the same area. Like I, I, I kind of had to start going on social media because oh every my. time I go on social media, somebody that I knew Itch. that I fucking shared graham crackers with is dead. And so I, I, it's really starting to be like, oh my god. And that's that's your thirties though, because it's not like yes. like it's like y'all niggas not dying from getting your shot. Your thirties no from the hood. It, well, they not even dying from getting shot no more. Like you niggas is dying from like motherfucking heart attacks yeah. and like random shit. And I'm like, oh my. I mean, I'm again, I'm not making fun of that. No, we're not. What I'm saying is like, bro, like life getting mad real. It's and I real. and I talk to you about this shit all the time. Like life is a horror story. It's a horror movie. It is not a, a, a fantasy. It's not a comedy. It's a horror movie, my mm-hmm. nigga. We all die at the end of this shit. So it's like this horror movie is like catching up to some niggas I know very quickly. Yeah. So that's why I mean, for me, obviously, you know, cutting off your day ones for me only means cutting off people that you stick around and keep around simply because y'all got some time. If you got somebody like the 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 L's and the E's, yeah, 
in the O's in these people's names, you know what I'm yeah. talking about? Those people, mm-hmm. they want A1. My so, people, the J's. Yeah. The A's. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they know who they are. So it's like, I don't need to explain it to you. you but know, you, again, because if you know who you are, you're not going to get, you're not going to Exactly. You, you shouldn't even Or be, you're not going to be like, what you talking about? Oh, you're bro, you're shouldn't be like, pressed over some shit. If we really friends, like, we really friends like this. Mm-hmm. You didn't heard me say this shit before. Yeah. So that's why, like, even in my, like, and I know we didn't talk about it because, you know, it's your show and I, I, I want you to get the shit off. But that's why I don't give a fuck about somebody calling me. Uh, brand, brand new. Yeah. Like, acting brand new. Yeah. Again, and I think I'm also dissecting, which I'm probably just going to do another episode because it's like people who moved around, like, you moved around. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I didn't move. So I'm starting to see because I was friends with a person who no, moved that, around that affects, the same way you did. That affects our relationship did. a lot of times. And they was like, Fuck, who fucking cares? Fucking cares. <laughs> so I'm Fuck. like, I get it. Mm-hmm. I get it. I mean, listen, I would like to say this on record. I don't think that my mindset is the best. I'm not saying it's the worst, but I don't think me being like, fuck, day one people is the best. <laughs> I think I but definitely. But you you have been conditioned uh-huh. to do that. Yeah. So you just know that's your that's how you see it. Yeah. I mean, like how you stated that you know you had the idea to come back and help the you know the, the neighborhood mm-hmm. out. If I had a neighborhood, maybe I would feel that. And and that's what I was saying. I get it. And mm-hmm. it's like now I really had I had the vision to go back and help the hood. Like we could leave. Mm-hmm. I don't really feel like I'm that, right? in. I'm not trying to be neighborhood knit. I don't in think the that's, note, in mm. a note, in R.I.P. Because mm. if you really know me, which you know, you mm. know that I fucking know everyone. I think the concept songs. of being neighborhood nip is a great concept. I love it, and I feel like I almost did it, and then I was like, "But wait, we could just kind of go." The concept is a great idea, but with all due respect, I'm respecting the man's name. It's a dangerous one. It is. Oh, that's yeah, all well, I'm gonna say. It is, and it's and I, and I felt that, and so mm-hmm. the lessons here are mm-hmm. <laughs> truly. What, what is the name again? So I'll auntie it up. It's a uh, steaming beaming. Steaming beaming. It's a steaming beaming. I watched the Any Given Sunday as a child, so you know when you just watch a bunch of movies and you don't know what you. Watching. I don't really think that is a movie. We should say we watched as a child. But uh, she definitely saw it as a young age. Well, <laughs> I saw it at a young age. <laughs> Only because we thirty now. I'm like, Ooh, well, I, I watched it as a child too. I like, watched it at a young uh, age. I've been watching this. <laughs> and you do not need to switch your attitude up. Um, if you live it in the LA lifestyle or how I would just say Hollywood, cause you know, people just taking Hollywood everywhere they go now. Most definitely. So you don't have to come to LA to have an LA attitude. Uh, you, you niggas is LA and Atlanta. You niggas is LA and Houston. Y'all LA and Memphis now. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> well, okay. Yeah. LA and Memphis. Yeah. LA and everywhere. But no, I, I'd like to say though, to my fiance's point, um, code switching is not code switching when you need to adjust to the situation and i i I would love to talk to her more about that on my show at Mm -hmm. a later time yeah but code switching is necessary okay Mm -hmm. and uh that's it thank you so very much baby for letting me back on your show i love you i love you too bye (laughs) (laughs) Alyssa's gonna be like blah just kidding you're Mm -hmm. my real friends you love support me Mm -hmm. want to tell the people where to find you Yes, yes, yes. Like always, ladies and gentlemen, I am the five foot nine host with sophisticated ignorance, Uncle Poochie. 
So, um, you know me, and if you don't, uh, you can catch me on the Six Feet Under podcast. That's the number six, followed behind the two letters FT in traditional spelling on under. It's the Six Feet Under podcast, man. Me and my fiance, Queen Amanda B, we back outside. <laughs> uh, Podcasting-wise, I guess we back outside. But no, we're trying, trying very hard to come at you guys with a lot of new content. Um, when we're recording this right now, it's July, so we're trying to year for august year for mm-hmm. whatever month comes out the august and the holiday season holiday season <laughs> well i already let y'all know in a couple episodes that i'm gonna be having some other guests joining i'm super excited about all of them all of them joining my show and it growing and that's just clap it up for the guests clap it up for the guests everybody <sighs> yes i'm very excited to kind of see and be able to bring people on and share their stories and just kind of have different things every week. So again, follow your girl at Queen Amanda B underscore and apprehensive tendencies. Again, I appreciate all the love and support. If you're new here, please come back. No, I'm just kidding. If you don't come back, you know, I appreciate the listen and we hope to see you in the future. But again, love and peace. Love y'all.